Uh, watched some of, you're a hockey guy, first and foremost. I was watching some of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Haven't watched a ton of it, I'll be honest with you. Haven't been all that intrigued, but I'm watching some of it the other day, and I was watching the Flyers versus the Capitals. And we've talked about this before, but it just struck me again, Don, that when I watched Michael Neuverth playing goal for the Flyers after Steve Mason had been so bad, you bring in Neuverth, and he almost carries the Flyers to knock off the top-ranked Capitals. It got me thinking again, is goaltending in the modern game of hockey too important? Have we created a game that is too reliant and too dependent on the outcome on the goalies? Well, Philly, I wasn't uh, talking about chasing a saint and Bernie Perrant, who in the 70s was could have... Uh, Achieved sainthood in Philadelphia with his goaltending play, and and uh, Pelly Lindbergh tragically crashing in a car accident uh, in the eighties. Philly haven't had a goalie. I mean, Ron Hextall. Ron Hextall got them there. Didn't win a cup, but got them there. He was pretty good. He was a he was a top five, top seven goalie. Yeah, in his best. Was. But they haven't they haven't had the best goalie. Nope. But to answer your question, I think that's why you asked it. Is I don't think it's too reliant on it. I think all you ever want from your goaltender every night, and we have it with Mike Mole, the best in our league, is give me a chance to win. But that's my point. You don't have to win it for us, but if you're good enough to give me a chance to win any given night, that means you're good enough to give me a game we don't deserve to win, and that's the difference in a 4-7 to series. But is, that's kind of my point, is that you, you, we have a position, the way goalies play now, especially in the NHL, where, a, where one guy in a team game, one guy can, d- can dominate. Now, we've always had good goalies. You talk about Bernie Perron. There have been goalies who have dominated games, but it seems that in the last 15 to maybe even 20 years, go back to Patrick Waugh when he, 20 years ago with the Canadians, it's 20-something years ago now, 22 Show me the last Stanley Cup winning team that won it without the best or at least the hottest goalie in those entire playoffs for them. You can't. Detroit. Oh, he was Osgood, Vernon, both those guys, Hoshik. Mm-hmm. But they were all good. I mean, they had a great team in front of them. But, but they, they were, weren't But they weren't the team. I mean, Osgood... Um, I don't think poor Chris Osgood ever got the respect he no. deserved. And they seem to win Stanley Cups in spite of them, where you get Hasek, who would give you a chance to win almost every night in case he, unless he really slept on a banana peel in his snow angel performance laying on the ice, kicking his legs around. But he could steal a game for you. Osgood, to my recollection, Never stole a whole lot of games on their marches to the Stanley Cup and might be the best example of a goalie that was not the very best. That was carried to the finals by his team. Yeah. Maybe. And, and, and that may and be And was the good one enough example. to win. He, you know, give it to him. He won them. But he wasn't Carey Price. He wasn't the reason they won. And I think that's what we are talking about. How more often than not, without question, Jonathan Quick in L.A., uh, you, you know, uh, well, go back to when Anaheim won at, with J.S. Jaguar, 
And Anaheim was a pretty good team. I mean, they had Chris Pronger yep. back then, and they had uh, and J.S. Shiger uh, was pretty good. But it you couldn't score on. But the next year, he couldn't stop this table from going to the net. That's you true. Know. But it didn't matter because you only need them to be hot for the fine for the playoffs. And that's what we saw with Neuverth. And the flip side, the Rangers were seen as a pretty good team this year. And Lundqvist, whether it was because he got poked in the eye and it bothered him, or whether he just was off, Lundqvist doesn't play as well as he should. And the Rangers are done. It's all about your goalie. It's it's all about your goalie in the playoffs. Well, you know, and, and there's been lots of arguments, and I don't uh, when you when you talk like that, and then you start looking at who Team Canada pitch, picks for the Olympics and everything else. Nobody that we're talking about was on that list. Mark Andre Fleury has never ever been considered the difference maker when Pittsburgh were winning Stanley Cups. He was good enough to play in the team. He would give them a chance to win almost every night. But seldom was he ever the difference. Did he? Seldom did he ever win a game for Pittsburgh that they shouldn't win, and that's I think what you were talking about, and and that's what the kid in Philly was giving him a chance to do, but he wasn't good enough to carry the ball. Where you get Patrick Hua, uh or Roy, as our friend Grapes calls him, and uh, Carey Price, and um, to, to maybe a lesser extent Lalongo. They, they're capable of winning a game or two in a series, which makes them superstars at their position in the playoffs. I just look at the goalies. I, th- I look at the goalies, and then I look at the guys that are playing in front of them. Yesterday, as I'm watching a few minutes at the end of a game, I can't remember what game it was now. Maybe it was the, the Philadelphia-Washington series. They're trying to get a shot through from the point. The goalies already, you can't score on them. And now you've got 15 legs between the blue line and the net because everybody is now willing to block shots. And it almost, in a lot of these games, it becomes impossible. And I'm not, you know, you go back and you talk about Bernie Perrant, but in those days, you still, I didn't mind that because you still always believed that you could score some goals. You always believed back in, in hockey in the 70s, in the 80s, into the 90s, until it really stopped, that you could still, probably still score some goals. There are times now when you look at it and you go, you just don't even believe that the that the, you can score. It's going to be a fluke, and it's and if they do score, it's going to be a deflection or something else. It's not going to be a. It's hockey, aesthetically, is not being allowed to be the beautiful game that it has been because it's just get in front of every shot, block every shot, and if it happens to ricochet in, great. But otherwise, you're never going to score. It wasn't in the eighties because Gretzky himself scored scored four hundred and thirty. No, I know. I'm saying in the eighties it was fine. Um, you know what? Kane scored a pretty nice goal in overtime the other night. You know, the goalie was out of the net. That was kind of pure goal scoring. But you're right. I mean, that's how it's coached now. You coach you coach systems, and you coach get in the lanes. Get your stick in the lane if you're not in the lane. Make sure you get a piece of it. And you're right. There's a, there's a good chance that it's hit two or three objects, whether it's the back of somebody's helmet off their butt off a stick, off a glove, off a leg, almost anything, before it gets to the goalie. And if he makes that save, that's just dead luck. And then, and then on top of this, so we've got an NHL that is having trouble scoring. I know there's been a couple of games where there have been high-scoring games, and those are the rarity, but those are the great games. But you now have an NHL that is struggling to find goals, so what do they put in place? They put cameras at the blue lines now so you can catch off sides by a millimeter so we can further eliminate more goals. 
I, I, I simply, I just don't understand. Well, if that's your argument, we shouldn't have offsides. No. Why bother? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, you know what, when you, when, when we're talking about margins that are so tiny that you have to take it in 3D or 3K or 4K or whatever it is and slow it down and blow it up and freeze frame it to know if he was offside, if it's that close, if the human eye can't detect it, let it go. Honestly, you like know, it, I don't know. You know, I I was, I hate replay of any kind anyway. So I'm coming from a biased position on this one. But it seems to me just a, a complete killer of the enjoyment of the game when we're stopping every time. Now, every time there's a goal, we got to stop it and see if he was offside by half a centimeter. Well, I don't know. I was trained when you know when you were doing OHL or major junior back when I was younger, working in that league. I was offsides were explained to me like pregnancy. You're either pregnant or you're not, and let's get it right. And if you're, it, it, you know, it's kind of like the neighborhood play on a double play in baseball. Now you want to talk about sports screwing things up? They really screwed that. You know, taking a guy out of second base. But we'll talk about that another day. I mean, it's offside. It's offside. I know what you're saying, but if you want to make a real difference, make the equipment smaller. Make it. Safe, oh, there's a bunch of things. But Absolutely. make it make it smaller. I don't want to make the nets bigger. I think that's a bit hokey, but. I think if you make the equipment smaller, but holy crap, you see the size of these goalies now. Oh yeah, but but what do you what can you do about that? Because you've got Ben Bishop in Tampa, who's six foot seven without skates. He's six foot nine or ten with skates. He bangs his head in the scoreboard when he comes out. When he goes down into the butterfly, his shoulders are still at the crossbar. There's yeah. nothing you can do about that unless you say goalies. I mean, that's one thing you could say. Although let him go skins. <laughs> Well, the the one thing you could do, although it would be you'd be sued. I mean, there's no chance they would ever do it. Say goalies can't be over five foot five. Now, you, you know, nobody that, nobody would ever. You know you another know. thing that'll weaken them up a bit. Don't let them wear a mask. Well, don't let them wear a cup. Well, that, all that things. I mean, you want to get in the way of the shot? Knock yourself out. You have you, you will not be seeing guys doing the butterfly if yeah, they're not be wearing, adopting. The, well, I tell you what, their gloves won't be out to the side. There'll be a lot of space around the posts if you uh, if you make a guy not wear a cup. Every hand will be in front. Of, there'll be a double layer of hands and gloves. So in no front mask of the and no cup. One one glove in front of your yap, and the other one down around your knickers. Uh, yeah, and of the seventy six million dollar salary cap, seventy five million will go to the goalie because <laughs> nobody's will will be willing to do that. Quick break here on the Scott Radley Show. Back after this.